the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Talking all things financial. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, and more. Um, hitting the highlights of the day, per se, is what I try to start with as far as concepts go. But then we add a little bit here and take a little bit from there. So, yeah, the stock market, it's April Fool's. Google's buying the White House. Great Google I'm not going to do that story. I'm not going to be the guy who does the April Fool's stories. So just know that and be comfortable with that. I'll do the stories about mudslides. I'll do all sorts of angles on those levels, but not on, how shall we say, April Fool's. Stock market got a boost yesterday. It was Fed Chairman. Fed chairwoman, Fed chairperson, Jenny Yellen. The momentum card carried that a bit farther yesterday. Um, what do I mean by this? I guess what I mean is something along the lines of low interest rates are here, and she said they're here to stay until we see some improvement in the job market. There's too much slack in it. So she gave a little bit more color that basically said, I'm not going to mess things up. I'm going to keep things accommodative. So now we have the S&P 500 at 1884, up 12. Dow is up 106, 16,564. The Nasdaq's up 51 at 4250. It's looking like a market that rallies anytime there's any weakness. It's considered very bullish. So 1884 all-time high is 1884. We're at all-time highs. You good with that? I'm mostly good with that. Not wildly, but mostly good. Stories of the day, and there are enough there today, to say the least. Um, Chinese PMI dipped to 48, reading from a 48.1 the prior month. What's interesting to note about that is probably not that much for most people. But what is interesting to note about that is any reading under 50 is considered a pullback. Any reading over 50 is considered an expansion. So we're kind of getting it, right? So anything you want to talk about, you can talk about. Call me, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Um... China's manufacturing 
why it's not a story to most people in large part because well we don't live in China but it's a big story to, on Wall Street because regardless of the fact that we don't live in China we still pay attention to world economic data biotech stocks rebounding they had a really rough march so part of what happened with biotech stocks and the easiest way for you to follow them or to understand uh, grass play along, it's IBB, it's an ETF, it's the iShares tied towards biotech. So, biotech had a bad March, January, February, March. First quarter pullback, right? Are you with me on this? At the end of the first quarter, no mutual fund wanted to show you that, yes, this market for biotech stocks has gone up almost 100% in a year. And we're taking some profits. And as profits were being taken, some of these winners became losers for the year. Winners for the last 52 weeks, losers for the calendar year 2014. So a lot of mutual fund managers and hedge fund managers sold their biotech positions. And it may have given you an opportunity to get in. Size and cost of GM recall is starting to mount. It's really, really tough to say how many people were hurt because of their product. It's looking like 300-ish. Capitol Hill is gearing down for a showdown. Let's gear up for a showdown. GM against federal regulators. GM's up 1.75% today, even though every single day it seems to be like more bad news. GM recalled another 1.5 million vehicles worldwide to fix steering system problems that... Ultimately, power steering became regular steering. Wow. This recall includes 2.6 million vehicles linked to the ignition defect, 1.5 million for losing their steering power and steering. Now, like, okay. You hear about 300 random deaths, and if you're a parent, the one thing you'll always know is that the loss of a child, the death of a child, is it's inconceivable. It logistically doesn't make sense. So as a parent, you're going to basically start buying your vehicles and your children's vehicles, not GM, because you've heard about this massive recall. Now, that memory will last about a year, but it could hurt the company during that year. So jostling the keys out of the on position, uh, it's pretty easy to do. Cutting power to airbags, power brakes, and power steering, uh, not a good thing. Not a good thing when you're going 60 miles per hour on a freeway. So, so far, GM has been able to handle this almost lovely, like that kind of easy. Now, for the month of March, Fiat Ford reported higher auto sales. Strong demand for trucks and sport utility vehicles. Those results exceeded expectations, which is positive. Cars in America are selling well. Fiat Chrysler, for the record. When I just said Fiat, I should probably throw in the word Chrysler, because they are the same. So GM, they said, we're going to delay our sales announcements for a couple hours. Now, this is important because in February, the numbers weren't very good. And we're looking back in time and saying, okay, it was probably the winter storms and frigid temperatures that kept people out of a key auto market in the United States. The auto market's huge. Whether it's 
first and foremost, it's a big purchase, right? So people are spending anywhere between $20,000 and $60,000 in a car. So that's uh, that's unlike going to the mall and picking up a couple shirts. So the, the importance of an auto payment in our life, which once you have that deal in place, you can see, you know, it's $500, $600 month ante, so to speak, to pay your car payment. Uh, maybe it's a little less if you're doing six years, seven years, five-year financing. But you get the idea that we pay attention to fi- uh, car numbers because they're so big as far as retail spending goes. So GM has you know, been in the spotlight, and they're delaying their monthly sales data by several hours due to computer systems issues at their dealer sales reporting network. Okay. So when autos are doing good, it kind of tells you the whole market's doing good. The whole economy is doing well. Because, like I said, it's a big ticket purchase. And again, the people that work in the auto industry, they range from dealership owners to administration to sales to steel makers to truck drivers who bring the cars to the showrooms. So we got that going for us. Crude oil. Will it become a big story this year or not? You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Talking about all things financial. Let's take a break here. We'll be right back. 800-516-1220. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. Good morning. I'm Larry Olson. Traffic is brought to us by the T.J. Martell Foundation. Day as we had hoped, but the rest of the categories all come in pretty. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Our government put in place a new mandate yesterday for cars. By 2018, all vehicles will come equipped with a rear camera when you're backing up. So safety regulators basically put this in place. What does this mean to you and me? To you and me, it probably means we're going to pay a little bit more for a car. 200 people are killed and 15,000 are injured by backup crashes every year. 200 people are killed, 15,000 are injured. So the fact that they didn't do it overnight tells you that it's not like super important to Congress. But rear visibility technology has to be standard equipment in all vehicles weighing over 10,000 pounds. Move aims to reduce the average of 210 deaths, 15,000 injuries caused every year by backup in, by backup accidents, which I guess I knew um, of. A lot of the accidents involve children or seniors who, for whatever reason, are behind cars. Now, again, you and I will probably pay a little bit more for our vehicles because of that. And I'm, I'm just acknowledging it. I'm not trying to be the Richard who goes, look, the government's making me spend money. I'm mad. So GM is in a harsh spotlight today. 
recall hearings began. And Congress is trying to get down to the, the bottom of who knew when and why wasn't something done. So GM stock should be under pressure. But then again, we've kind of known that this was coming. The moment they announced a recall was the moment that they said, we're available to talk to Congress. Stock's holding really well at 34, to the point that I find it impressive with all this bad news and shellacking that they're getting. So China's manufacturing report in the news today, that tells you it's one of those days where we're like, okay, big picture. Markets are hitting an all-time high today. It's nice to see on the S&P 500. There's a company once called LDK Solar, and they're getting delisted from the NYSE, which is a death. It's death blow. Some people like story stocks. Some people like story stocks that are not traded on exchanges. I myself look at a stock that's traded on an OTC bulletin board as too risky for me. If your financials aren't solid enough that you can be traded and listed on the NASDAQ or the NYSE, I'm not interested. So, LDK Solar once was a high-flying stock, and now they're being delisted because they don't have the financial statements to provide regulators to get listing on a, a real exchange. So, that's interesting news. And I would never, ever, ever buy a stock that's trading in pennies. It's not me. If you're looking for that, don't listen to this show. Go Google penny stocks, and you'll find someone who's willing to talk to you about it. I think you're an idiot. It's like playing the penny slots. If you think you're going to get rich, you're silly. NVIDIA and Marvel, both doing today. NVIDIA, a big tech company. JMP Securities upgraded the stock to market outperform from market perform. Marvell Semiconductor, they said a federal court has rejected Carnegie Mellon's bid for an injunction that would have prevented the semiconductor industry from selling chips that a jury said it infringed on the university patents. Elsewhere out there today, construction spending rose one-tenth of a percent. Boy, if you drive around San Francisco, you would think construction spending is rising 100%. It's ludicrous how much construction is going on here. Outlays for U.S. construction projects rose one-tenth of one percent in February to a seasonally adjusted rate of $945 billion. So those guys who swing hammers, those guys who are at 7-Eleven at 6 o'clock, you know, piling up on their sugar and piling up on their coffee, they help the economy to the tune of $900 million a month. It's a big number, $945 million. And when they're doing construction, what are they doing? They're buying steel, they're buying wood, they're buying lumber. Ford. Ford. Today's shares are higher. Vehicle sales up 3%. Pretty good number. Now, what was interesting inside their number is Ford said strong sales of its Fusion model set a record. Its F-Series trucks surpassed 70,000 in sales. The Lincoln MKZ model sales were up 72%. So their seasonally adjusted rate, when you kind of like put together month to month to month to month to month, they're projecting about 15.8 million cars for the year. At our height in America, we were about 17 plus million. At our low, 14 plus million. 
maybe a little less at the low, low, low. But I'm trying to give you some basic numbers to work off of. So 15 million is good. We deal with that. Definitely deal with that. 15.8 million is closer to 16 million. 16 million is closer to 17 million than 14 million. So you're going to see that we're trending on the high side. Intuitive Surgical shares up 6% today. The FDA cleared the company's Da Vinci surgical system, a device designed to minimize invasiveness of surgery. In this case, we're abdominal surgery. Now, the device has got huge capabilities and wide range of surgeries tied towards it. But to get another one approved means that more of this technology can be used, and it's expensive. And that's why one of the reasons hospitals like it is they can charge you for it. It's minimally invasive. You like it because less recovery time. Get in, get out of the hospital. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. From money to investing and much, much more. Uh, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Got an email yesterday from someone who said, something along the lines of that I'm so smart and that's intimidating. I find that silly. Um, I'm not that smart. I'll outwork you, but I'm not that smart. One of the things that I'll even do on occasion is dumb it down. Okay, I know that I talk about saving a million dollars, and I know that is intimidating, that I want you to have a million dollars by the time you're retired so that you can live comfortably till the day you die. A lot of people are like, I, don't, I, can't, I can't invest in the stock market. I don't have enough money. If you could scrounge together $500, you could do it. There's some months they'll take as low as $100 with initial investment. The Schwab Total Stock Market Index, SWTSX, it tracks the total stock market of Dow Jones-type plays, 3,600-plus stocks. So it's low cost, it's low fees, and you're going to get a return that's similar to the S P 500. Over the last decade, great play. SWTSX. The Schwab target 2055 is out there. As far as an idea, SWORX. Homestead Small Company Stock Fund, HSTSX, also takes under $500. You can do this, people. You just got to take that first step. I'm Rob Black. Well, 20 KDOW traffic. Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You're listening to AM 1220 KDOW. I have no opinion on Gwyneth Paltrow and her ex-husband, Chris Martin. 
nothing. There was a funny statement that came from her recently where she said, it's much harder for me being a mother. I think it's different when you have an office job because it's routine and you can do all that stuff in the morning and then you come home in the evening. When you're shooting a movie, they're like, we need you to go to Wisconsin for two weeks and then you work 14 hours a day and that's part of it's very difficult. She said, I think to have a regular job to be mom is not, of course, doesn't have its challenges, but it's not like being on set. Oh, wah. Right? Don't we all wish we could be a mom that makes one movie a year? Iron Man makes millions and millions of dollars. The little nanny issue goes far, right? But again, that's talking about career. We're all different. Trust me. I get that. So I have no opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. S&P 500 is in record territory. 1882. Dow Jones Industrial Average up 81, sitting at 16,539. And the Nasdaq's up 1.2%. Big day, up 53 points, sitting at 42.52. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. He joins the show on a regular basis. He's with NewFocusFinancial.com. It's NewFocusFinancial.com. One of the areas that I like to talk about are some of the basics. Um, I think the number one thing that you have to do when thinking about retirement, Chad, is set some priorities. You know, when you're in your 20s, like you just want to go to the Great Wall of China, you want to meet hot chicks, but you have to have grander priorities than that, like a vacation home, a retirement income. Yeah, it's, well, and the thing that you have to realize, too, is that priorities change based on different phases of your life, um, so priorities aren't static. Um, you have to have somebody helping you make sure that your priorities are realistic, though. Okay. Um, you know, for example, the the common scenario that you and I see is, um, younger parents or single parents where they, they, they talk about their main priority is sending their kids to college. And really, it should be making sure that you're going to eventually someday be able to retire. Because there's other ways we can help kids get through college, whether it's loans or whatever it may be. But your early years in terms of saving and plugging enough money away in your 20s and 30s so that it's there to grow for the next 40 years is extremely important. So whenever anybody comes in, I, we have them write down um, their top three financial concerns at this time. And it, it will change based on your age, based on your family dynamics and how your family changes, whether it's you just got married, you just had children, you're empty nesters, you just got a divorce, priorities change. Yeah, you should really focus on the big-ticket, long-range plans. You know, that's where the big costs come in, you know, weddings, retirement, um, college costs, retirement homes, um, kind of creating a bucket list of high-end priorities versus low-end priorities. Um, what are some of your bucket lists as far as priorities go and things you have to fund in your lifetime? Um, you know, something that I need to fund is, is more travel since I started in this business so early um, and then had kids, three children. Um, I invest very globally, but I, I, I really want to go see personally a lot of the places that I invest in that I depend on some of the really good managers to, to know really, really well. But yeah, like, You want to go to Asia? Yeah, I would like to, I would like to go to a lot of different places. Yeah. However, I'm going to save that till later in life because my big priorities right now are to do things that my body's still able to do, like snowboard with my kids and do all the stuff that I know my knees are going to be wrecked by the time I'm 50 from yeah. all the stuff that you, you've seen me do. So I'll travel then. I'll be around in my little scooter on the Wall of China. On the Wall of China. <laughs> the Great Wall of China. I hear it's pretty great. Yes, I hear it's great as well. It's kind of interesting because like, I have no interest in Asia just because I'm not a fish guy. 
And I know you could probably get non-fish meals in Asia. Just they're heavily relying on fish. Therefore, I have a bias that I don't really want to go to Asia. Okay. I know. Odd, right? It's not one of your priorities. So one of my priorities is um, a retirement home. Um, I want comfort. I don't want on Golden Pond, but I want mm-hmm. you know to slow things down because I've worked pretty hard in my 20s and 30s. So when I hit my 50s and 60s, I kind of want to slow things down. Yeah. And, you know, people, sometimes when you ask them what their priorities are, and the first one they say, I want to retire by 65, and then you go through their other priorities, whether it's a vacation home, an RV, a, a home remodel, um, buying a specific new car, and that's something that people forget to leave out of their financial plan, is is they're going to need a new car every 10 years on average. Um, and so those types of cash flow items, weddings, helping grandkids with college, those have to be projected out in your long-term cash flow analysis so that you can see where that money's going to come from. And when you sell stocks to pay for those items or when you pull money out of your IRAs to pay for those items, that also is going to create a bit of a tax issue at those times. And so that all has to be figured in to say, do I have enough to really retire? Or is it better to say, maybe I'll work another two years or maybe five years part-time so that I can be retired plus achieve these other goals? Some of my priorities are amass enough wealth so that I could retire comfortably, um, pay for kids that college education is lower. It's not as high as enough. You know, I'm more about the wealth because if you have wealth, if you have a 401k that's got a lot of money in it, you can always pay for the kids' college that way. I want to buy a house. I want to get out of debt. You know, when you have priorities, write them down because then your next step is to say, how much debt do I have? How long will it take me to get it? Um, if I want to buy a house, what size house do I want to buy? How much is it going to cost? You got to write down your priorities. You just can't have them in your head so that you know you're comfortable. You have to write them down and, and get real with it, right. as Doctor Phil would say. Certain priorities will conflict with each other. In other words, you might say, "Mike, I want to invest aggressively and go as much growth as possible, but in two years I need to put a down payment on a house." Those two things conflict because you can't invest super aggressive with funds that you're going to need in two years. It just it, those two things won't work together. You know, so there's doc- a happy medium. Somewhere. You know, Doctor Phil has a degree in physiology. <laughs> he's not a therapist. He's not. He's not any of that stuff. So I don't know. I just, it shows you how bogus you can be and get by as a bogus sham in your life. Yeah, that's that's the case. Let me just look at Lance Armstrong. Oh yeah, cheating pays though is what I learned. <laughs> he's worth a quarter of a hey, billion kids, dollars. Hey kids, the lesson of this segment is performance enhancing drugs will take you far in your career until you get caught. <laughs> yeah, he, he was such. Oh, I'm not even going to go into his little crocodile tear moments in his life um what was bad about him is how many people that he hurt covering up his lies it's you know, okay to lie. he was yeah he was just a nasty mean vile person speaking of nasty mean vile persons cfp chad burton <laughs> you can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com that's newfocusfinancial.com i'm rob black but he again is the one that only chad burton you can email him chad at chadburton.com 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. One area that I think we all look at on a regular basis is tied towards how long will that company last? Whether it's McDonald's and the food that they sell, or whether it's Facebook and the product that they have. What's interesting to note or to even study on this angle, um, it's tied towards relevance. And you have to look at your companies that you own and say, are they going to be relevant in the future? There was a moment that happened recently on television that makes me think, Facebook may be done 
or it soon may be done. As far as appealing to the future, I look at a lot of people who way overshare on Facebook. I find particularly interesting the people who are going through a divorce. So much of what you share on Facebook is going to be admitted into court, so stop doing it. But the rich kids of Beverly Hills, it's one of those e-reality shows. They have plenty of insight into what kids are doing. Because kids are watching that show. The rich kids alerted viewers in the finale um, that abandoned Facebook. So nowadays, posting a photo with someone you're dating on Instagram is basically replacing that old Facebook status of, I'm in a relationship. And who actually changes their status on Facebook? Basically, they were implying losers. So Instagram is the new Facebook. Of course, Microsoft, uh, Facebook owns Instagram. And they're keeping it totally separate for now. But, yeah, like I told you, I've got a friend who overshares. and I, you know, I find it cringeworthy. Cringeworthy. Uh, to say the least. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One story that I saw recently that told me by the airlines. It was a story on the industry shakeup of airports. And airports like Ontario International Airport in California, which is you know way, 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 way out from uh, LAX. And San Jose Mineta. Both of them have seen massive drops in foot traffic. In large part, the airlines are preferring to schedule a little bit slower and more profitable trips into the bigger airports. It's been a tough six years on Ontario. Now, again, if you've ever flown into LAX, Bob Hope's probably the best way to go, but there's fewer fewer flights that go into there. So, Mineta San Jose, traffic dropped 17% from foot traffic. Oakland International Airport, 33% from 2007 to 2013. So, the last six years, the industry's got a lot of religion. And medium hub airports are struggling. That tells me by the airlines. It tells me they're doing very, very well. They're not competing on markets. They're not competing on price. You go SFO or you don't go. <clears throat> couple from the smaller ones, but not much. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. to get your calls in the air. It's eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. Facebook and Google. Can they buy their way into innovation? They're revolutionary type of companies. They've got side projects all about, I think, the future. is the right way of saying that. 
they both have done major acquisitions. Google bought Nest, and they're saying Nest go be Nest. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna bring you into the company. Just go do what you're doing. So when asked whether Google would have access to their customers' data, privacy is going to be respected, sort of. So Facebook and Google, they're trying not to muck things up on some young companies that are growing interesting technologies and interesting ideas. $24 billion of startups between them. Nest, WhatsApp, and Oculus. WhatsApp is a play on poor people or people who don't have access to high-speed Internet or people that don't have access to mobile technology or almost limited to none. The fact that Netflix, not, I'm sorry, not Netflix, but the fact that Facebook wants to build drones that deliver the Internet, one drone that could deliver the Internet through satellite and through lasers could fly in the air for five years on solar power. And suddenly, Africa, which is a disconnected or unconnected continent, is suddenly connected. And you're connected well through Facebook. Facebook's done the easy part. They've got their first billion. Americans are well off. So both these companies are trying to come up with ideas on where's the next billion? Where's the billion after that? So whether it's Oculus Rift and the idea of virtual reality or whether it's drones and robots, a lot of displacement of future jobs from these companies who are buying into the future. 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we talk about. Angry Birds has announced that they're going to do a virtual reality version of Angry Birds, you're going to be riding inside the slingshot from the perspective of the bird. Mm, that's one of those not-quite-real stories, right? That's a April Fool's story. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Take a look at the market numbers. We've got the SP 500 up 9 we have the Dow Jones Industrial Average up 81, the NASDAQ up 47, and these numbers change throughout the day. And I don't put a lot of weight on these numbers. Hopefully you don't either. And I mean that with peace and love in the sense of <clears throat> unless you're retired, you don't really care about the day-by-day numbers. I'm surprised by how many people email me that ask for Quick ways to make money. It's not what I do. What I do is talk about fresh intraday record highs after car sales, after the ISM manufacturing numbers came out today. So March is gone. It turned out to be snowy, less snowy, whatever the weather term may be across America. It was a cold month. Chrysler sales up 13%, Jeep sales up 47%, Honda raises prices, Nissan cuts. GM adds 1.3 million cars to grow in recall. Still, that stock doesn't seem to get hit because they have a dividend that's in place 
and we're quantifying what their risk is versus speculating. So a dead person equals a payment, which is one of the most harshest things that I'll ever say, but I've got a brother who's an ambulance chaser, attorney who goes, you know, sue happy, so to speak. And when I was 18, I got rear-ended by a driver, and I had what's called a neck sprain. It wasn't bad. But that's $3,000, or it was $3,000. Now it's probably $5,000 when adjusted for inflation. A judge knows that a neck sprain's 3000 Both attorneys know it's 3000 So the person who hit me, the insurance company, said, here's your 3000 Take it or leave it. If you want to go to court, we'll go to court. Now, I could have gone to court thinking that they're probably not going to send an attorney to fight it for $3,000. But what's the point? And sadly, when I was in that car accident, a woman got out of the car and she was like, I'm so, so sorry. My foot slipped off the brake. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, be quiet. Like, quit admitting guilt. Like, I felt bad for her. Um, 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Zuck earns only a buck. But let's not feel bad for him. Mark Zuckerberg only earns a salary of $1. But he bags $3.3 billion via the sale of stock options. The sorry, not so sorry CEO. Um, The $1, it's kind of interesting because think about his taxes. What was your salary? $1. What did you make in stock options, which are a different tax rate than... Income, much lower than income for him, $3.3 billion. So we look at him and we go, oh, you're such a good guy. You only took a dollar salary. He's worth a big pile of cash. He's not going belly up anytime soon. He's got about $25.7 billion of value in Facebook. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. An attorney, go to hoovercropelka.com or call Travis Kropelka. Savvy investors know where to find the best possible.com. Hi, this is Rob Black from Rob Black and Your Money. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Hoaxes. Don't believe everything you see today. April Fool's, right? One of the bigger April Fool's jokes was kind of sad and pathetic and told you a lot about America being sad and pathetic. Balloon Boy. Remember in October 2009, there was a story of a six-year-old boy being carried away in a UFO-shaped balloon? So they launched the balloon. They kind of said they lost all their kid in it kind of thing. Parents were trying to land a reality show. They wanted the stunt to get them out of the TV show, and what they got was time in jail. That's one of the better ones, right? How about another hoax that we can look back on and say how pathetic we are as a nation? Nilly vanilly. Um, that's all I need to say. They weren't singers. They were lip-syncing the whole time, and they actually won a Grammy, which tells you something about the Grammys, right? The Grammy was revoked after it was learned that they were faking it. In 1957, one of the best pranks of all time, in my opinion, was Switzerland. 
um, they reported on the news that they had a bumper spaghetti harvest. And basically spaghetti grown on trees. So place a sprig of spaghetti and a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best, right? The spaghetti hoax. I know you're saying pasta doesn't grow on trees. That's the joke. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. Auto sales are beating expectations. That's nice to know. They're a huge part of our economy. Housing and autos are important because we spend so much money servicing those debts or those assets. Chrysler vehicle sales climbed 13%, beating expectations of a 10% rise. Awesome, putting to rest. Okay, so there was some weakness in winter, particularly January and February were cold months, and we saw some economic data weakness. It's cold, let's stay inside. Let's make babies. Um, People aren't going to the store when it's cold. They stay inside. So Ford up 3.3%, Chrysler up 13%, Toyota up 4.9%, Nissan up 8.3%, all beating expectations. So there's a little bit of that quote-unquote pent-up demand from that multi-month lull in sales tied towards cold weather. Yesterday, I hit on this briefly, and I'll hit on it again, because I think it's important to, you know, again, show you things that you have to do. California is in a quake zone. Anyone who lives on the coast of California, basically, are in ordinary quake zone. There was a pretty scary 5.1 earthquake in Southern California. And it really brings up the question on insurance. I own a million-dollar home, for argument's sake. I've got $400,000 of equity. I've got $600,000 of principal. No, no. $600,000 of principal, $400,000. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So it's 40% paid for. Do I have quake insurance? No. If it was totally paid for, I would consider quake insurance. If it was 80% paid for, I'd consider earthquake insurance. To me, a $400,000 loss, it would hurt, but it wouldn't kill me. So I'm not going to pay the pricey earthquake insurance to rebuild it until it mathematically makes sense. You insure what you can't afford to lose. I could afford to lose $400,000. I'm okay with that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in there. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the area. It's name 1220 So earthquake damage is not covered by regular homeowners policies. Earthquake policies carry very high deductibles. At least 10% of the home's value. So for instance, mine is a million dollar home. My deductible is 100000 My rebuilding cost, 300000 So I'm only insuring 200000 No. 90% of homeowners in the Golden State don't have earthquake insurance. I'm, in, I'm surprised 10% too. So the California Earthquake Authority was set up after the 1994 Northridge quake. quake. 40% of homeowners had earthquake insurance at that time, but most companies stopped writing earthquake policies in California after being hit with reported $12.5 billion in claims. So insure what you can't afford to lose. Never, ever buy insurance to access an investment because you don't need it. That's not what insurance is for. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. McDonald's is doing something kind of, I'm not going to say sketchy, 
but they're offering a free cup of coffee for the next two weeks. And that's basically because they've had four quarters in a row of declining sales for breakfast. It's also telling you that Taco Bell and others are doing really well. So McDonald's can't figure out how to do breakfast after 10.30 a.m. Jack in the Box can. Their whole operations at Jack in the Box was centered around how can we serve items all day. Everything on their menu is streamlined and overlaps around that philosophy of how can we evolve our product to serve it all day long. So Jack in the Box uses the same toasted bread for egg breakfast sandwiches and turkey cheddar belts. The company also uses grills and fryers the capacity to cook both items. McDonald's has said that the grill and frying spaces are limited in restaurants, so workers have to shut down breakfast at 10.30. It's a big difference between success and failure. Lululemon came out with a pretty funny ad making fun of their own sheer yoga pants. They created an online ad for a spray-on yoga pants, which I want to see. It's kind of a um, fake product, per se. It looks like a canon pledge, but it's Lululemon. So it's good to see that they've got a little bit of sense of humor about their own product. Spray-on yoga pants. 800-516-1220 each calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money, investing, more. Let's take a quick look at the market numbers. I haven't done that this hour, have I? Let's see where we're at. We're listening to AM 1220 KDO Debbie. Um, hmm. SP 500 is up 7, the Dow is up 59, NASDAQ up 48, 10-year currency 2.7%. Oil at $100 a barrel, gold at 12.80. I would avoid gold at this point in time. FBI is investigating high-frequency traders because of abuse. Eh, doesn't feel like it to me uh, as far as the story goes. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing more. Drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. Yeah, there's really Mark Zuckerberg getting a, a dollar in pay. It's kind of a funny way of circumventing taxes. You get these huge stock options and you pay capital gains, which is a lot lower than you would on your income. It's bogus. And it looks altruistic, and you're like, it's, I, I know what it's all about. 800-516-1220. To get your calls in the air, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money 
1220 KDOW. This is the recent conclusion of The Walking Dead, the series finale, or not finale, excuse me, the season finale. The ratings are coming out, and they're stratospheric, fantastic. But ratings no longer matter. Because the company or the story, well, let's, let's give it a little bit more flair here. It's a zombie drama. It's television's most watched show. Television's most watched show, and it's on cable. 18 to 49 year old demographic. So we're not talking about old people. AMC was able to strike a deal with broadcaster My Networks TV that'll see edited versions of The Walking Dead designed to meet TV 14 standards this fall. That's huge. So, the series finale, or the season finale, excuse me, I keep doing that. It's part of the basic principle of television is if you can get a syndication, not only does it pay you once, it pays you twice. Once for the advertising dollars, the second time when you sell it to a network to re-air it. That's big news. 800-516-1220. Each call's on the air. They've hit enough episodes where they can now hit syndication. SP 500 is up 7, the Dow is up 55, the NASDAQ up 48. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton, talking a little real estate. Recently, we've seen real estate go through kind of a roller coaster action of way, 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 way up, way, way, way down, and where we go from here based on lower interest rates and you know, supply and demand issues and how many people move into the country, don't, home builders building, not building. There's a lot to think about. Basic thoughts, concepts on real estate. Well, I mean, I love it as an asset class okay. if it's done the right way. I mean, you 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 accumulate assets um, kind of as you grow up financially, and when you look to start getting into real estate, because real estate is leveraging, so it has a bit more risk. It's a it's an asset that's not as easy to sell as a stock or a bond or a mutual fund, so you have to be financially prepared to do it. So if you're going to get into real estate, I think it's great when you get into positive cash flow properties, but you have to take a couple of steps, and that's making sure you have your emergency reserves. You make sure that you're able to max out your 401k and fund a Roth IRA if those options are available to you. But in addition to that, you have to make sure that before you get into real estate, you save up at least a year's worth of your income in taxable accounts, in just your brokerage accounts, whether it's index funds, mutual funds, individual stocks, if that's what your game is, so that you have an asset base to fund a bad case scenario in real estate. Because you need it to put a certain amount down. I like people, when they, if they can put 20 30% down on a 30-year loan, get a rental property, and still have positive cash flow, and that means you know, having a good property manager. I think that's key if you're a busy person that's sure. working or has a business. Have a good property manager. But if you can sell it with positive cash flow, it's a great asset that somebody else is paying off for you. That's how real estate can keep up with stocks in the long run is because of the leveraging. On its own, the prices, it won't. But with positive cash flow and the leverage of the loan, it can be a very, very good asset in the long run. Um, I, hate, I don't like the condo thing. I mean, gosh, because you never really own it. You have assessment fees. Um, it's always a cash outflow rather than something that's eventually paid off and positive income by the time you get to retirement. Um, the problem that, you know, the big mistake people used to make is they think, oh, I'll invest in real estate and I'll write off that loss against my ordinary income. Well, once you make over a certain amount, you can't even take that loss. It's, a, it's suspended until you eventually sell the property, and then all it does is offset your gains. So higher income earners don't get as much current tax break from the rental properties. And back to your comment on condos and townhouses, homeowners association fees typically go up, not every year, but typically go up on a regular basis. 
So the cost of that property always is going up on you. And I don't like townhouses or condos because you're living right next to someone. No, and you buy in and you check for well, their potential assessment fees. But in a couple of years, you know, they may want to repaint the condo, a color you might not vote for. Uh, they might have to do a roof. You know, the, there's all sorts of things that can happen that you're not in control of. And what if you don't like your neighbors that move in right on your same wall? Yeah. Or you're, it's, they're really you know, loud. They're really smelly. They've got a dog that barks all night long. If if you're miserable in it, too, you have a, such a small audience to resell to yeah. in terms of older people or younger people just starting out. That middle family that has two or three kids is not going to buy. So I tend to like single-family homes, mm-hmm. much like you're saying. You know, Again, we're not against townhouses and condos. We just think you can help yourself by avoiding them as, quote-unquote, an investment. Um, if Now, if again, it's a luxury market like San Francisco or Honolulu, condos and townhouses are totally acceptable if it's that but if it's Stockton or Sacramento I would avoid yeah so go for the single-family homes now the single-family homes the number one thing that I think drives single-family homes in the Bay Area in most areas around the country is um, school systems school districts right well that's one of the reasons why I'm a Northwest investor I mean you can be a successful Bay Area investor if you have a lot more money to do it with if you're doing a higher-end single-family rental properties but you're typically paying well over 700,000 to get those types of good homes to get the good renters yep so you can do the same type of a thing in the Northwest, but, you know, I I know that area well, and I'm there all the time. So to me, that's not an issue. If you're going to look outside of the California to do it, um, then you need to make sure you have people you know in that area or you know that area really well. Otherwise, yeah. don't. A lot of people in California bought in Phoenix and bought in Vegas because it was the only thing they could afford, or they bought in Stockton or Sacramento because it was the only thing they could afford, and it was a huge mistake. Uh, those were, you know... Amateur rookie mistakes, per se. Um, I bought a house that is on a great street in a great school district, knowing that some woman, some wife will eventually go, Honey, I want our kids to live on this street and go to this school. It's the best school in the area. Yeah. So, like, I'm thinking of who's going to buy my house. Not will I enjoy it or not? Of course I'll enjoy it. But I'm always thinking about is it resellable? And, yeah. Yeah, you look for nice single-family homes on a cul-de-sac with good school districts. That's beautiful. Sidewalk. good stuff. College maybe nearby. College is nearby. Hospitals nearby. Always important because you always have people who want to be close to work. Yep. And especially now with the, all of the changes with the Affordable Care Act and everything else, if you're investing near hospitals, you should probably know the health of that hospital because, you know, the way that the hospitals are being run is different. And you're seeing um, there, there has been some areas even around uh, Southern California where the areas right around hospitals that could be going you know, could be out of business right. that those areas have been depressed pockets of real estate right around it is that hospital. discouraging to think about hospitals going out of, out of business. Like that's one industry that always seems to thrive and should be thriving, and yet you're right, it is a business model. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Home prices in February rose on a year-over-year basis based on very tight supply. But there's also some slowing sales. That slowing sales is problematic, even though we're moving into the fall and the, um, the spring. <laughs> what planet am I on today? Planet no coffee. Thank you. Um, yeah. So home sales rose less than expected, but very low inventory, keeping things very lean and probably going to be an okay real estate market until interest rates make a bigger move higher. 
Take a break here. You'll see Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. I'm talking all things financial. Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Best thing I can tell you to do is max out your 401k, your 403b, your 457. Get any company matching that you can. If you want to set up something on the side at that point in time with a Roth IRA or an IRA that you can convert to a Roth IRA, fine. I like getting people started early in investing. Um... What's that mean? I don't know. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, <clears throat> there's a new study out, and this one's pretty damning, on Coca-Cola and, and Pepsi, and it really should make you think twice about investing in soda stocks. Now, Coca-Cola clearly has more to win and more to lose. But there's that story now that we have to start thinking about of it was just reported that Coca-Cola or Diet Coca-Cola is probably the better way of saying this can lead to heart disease. I think we kind of knew that. I think that we knew it wasn't healthy the non-existent calories don't add to your waistline, but do add to your lifespan fatality rates. Older women who consume two or more diet sodas per day are 30% more likely to suffer a cardiovascular event and 50% more to die from diseases um, because of the fact that they're drinking the diet sodas. Findings are in line with previous data. The study, it should be noted found a correlation between the drinking of diet soda and heart disease, not evidence that one caused the other. Which I can't imagine you'd say heart disease causes diet soda. It's largely to take a look at a relationship between the diet drink consumption and heart disease. They analyzed almost 60,000 women aged 50 to 79. So, diet soda, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi, Coca-Cola in particular, they've got a, a just a huge lineup of sodas that they can replace Diet Coke with as a category if they see a loss in consumption. Again, this is stuff that cardiovascular events tied towards body mass, smoking, hormone therapy, physical activity, energy intake, salt intake, diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, sugar, sweets, and beverage intake. 
So it was looking at a lot of things, this study. Um, I don't see it necessarily as negative. I want to, but I don't think the world's going to slow down consumption. The U.S., yes. The world, I don't see it. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Interesting interview on Howard Stern earlier this week. Anderson Cooper was interviewed by Howard Stern. And Anderson Cooper's mom is Gloria Vanderbilt, who basically made skinny jeans, and she basically brought in designer jeans into the world. She's 90 years old, very successful heiress. Uh, her father, uh, or father's father's father, a couple ways you could look at it. I mean, there was a great-great-grandfather in the family, the Vanderbilts, that started the whole entrepreneurial angle. But uh, railroads. She's worth over $200 million, and Cooper said he's not going to get it. Anderson Cooper says he's not going to get it. He says he doesn't believe in inheriting money. Now, this, to me, is fascinating. Probably because they do a show on money, right? So it's probably not as fascinating to you, but... Can you imagine making that statement, I don't believe in inheriting? There's a family that, you know, is wealthy. And you certainly don't want to give that money to the government. You'd rather give it to charity or to your son. Anderson Cooper um, says that you have to go out and make your own world. You have to go out and make your own career. I found that intriguing. Let's go to Paul. On a creek. Morning, Rob. How are you? Hey, well, uh, it's funny about that diet soda uh, story you're talking about. I happen to work in a supermarket and have for many years, and it's it's ironic about all the people that you see that are stocking up on diet soda. It all seems like they have health issues or are overweight. It's it's pretty funny. You never, I never really see a lot of skinny people drinking it. Interesting. So what's on your mind today? Hey, uh, I was looking to add some financials to my portfolio. I don't really have any, and I've heard a buzz a little bit about um, maybe some regional banks, and I wanted to see if you had a, maybe an ETF so I could spread the risk out a little bit. Um, I would probably do a spider fund. There's the KBW Regional Banking ETF, ticker symbol KRE, or Fidelity's FBR Small Cap Financial, FBRSX, their solid exposure to a recovering sector. Um, and you're right as far as getting some diversification. You're not placing a large bet on one company or spreading it out over many companies. One of the top holdings in these funds is U.S. Bank Corp. I have a belief, and I'm hoping you've heard this through me and not others, that uh, regional banks are very well positioned at this point in time. So thanks for the call. Um, so those are two ideas. Another play on a recovering financial sector would be the Fidelity Select Home Finance. Uh, this is less about banks, though. The ticker symbol is FSVLX. So the two that I just talked about were, in particular, Spider KBW, Regional Banking ETF, KRE, and Fidelity FBR Small Cap Financial, FBRSX. Um, and I believe that FBR stands for Friedman Billings Ramsey which was a brokerage firm in the 90s that kind of exploded on the upside. Let's go to Vince. Vince, how are you? Oh, uh, hey there. Yeah, this is Vince. Hey, Rob. 
Um, I got a question about the Google uh, stock split coming up. Uh, what's your opinion on that as far as you think you should wait till after the split uh, to buy uh, shares? Or, or uh, maybe you can elaborate a little bit about the stock split. Yeah, I think you show yourself as a bit of an amateur when you're worried about timing of a stock split. It doesn't matter. How long are you planning on holding the stock? Well, long term, but uh, I, I understand that the split doesn't make any difference. But but with Google, it is a little bit unique because there's going to be a Class C shares without voting rights, and that might be uh, sold as, as a discount, from what I understand, compared to the Class A shares. So that's no. why I'm asking. In other words, if you buy before the split, from what I from what I know, that investors will have class A and class C and they might be selling off the class C shares and buying more class A uh, because of the, the non-voting rights of the class C. Thanks for the call. Um, buy a company. Don't buy voting rights. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about when you're buying the company on a week-to-week basis. Buy a great company. Um, Google's shares have pulled back from 1,200 to 1,100, roughly. It's weird that we're talking in such big numbers. About an 8% pullback. Uh, I would prefer you focus on price-to-earnings, price-to-sales, debt, product, initiative. Are they going to be able to buy their way into the future and or not? Google is not terribly well-positioned for social media in the sense that they just came out with a Yelp competitor for dogs on wearable computers. That's not a good idea. And they do search, which is great, but they don't do search in the Facebook stories or Facebook news, which is what a lot of people are doing on the Internet these days. They don't do search into Twitter. They don't do search into um, social web 2.0. So I wouldn't really worry about class of shares. I think you're, that's like number nine or number ten on your list. You need to line up one through eight first before you start going to speculative angles on speculative angles. Um, P.E. of 17 times next year's earnings, I think Google looks attractive. Even if their Yelp for dogs doesn't work out for them, it's one of their new initiatives, they probably will be okay. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. And for the record, Wekud, for the Wekud, uh, we know that Yelp for dogs doesn't really exist, but it's cute to think about. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's New Year. It's uh, April Fool's. 800-516-1220. Um, got an email from Chris, who's in Santa Cruz. She says, I'm faced with a large IRA. In three years, I'm going to have to take withdrawals. It'll push me from a zero tax bracket now to probably a 25% tax bracket. And the only deduction I have is $9,000 in property taxes. No medical or anything else. I'm retired, living on a taxable account in Social Security. Inheritance coming in a few years. My mom's 93. My home's paid off. Uh, what I would probably do is sit down with a financial planner and start coming up with a withdrawal policy um, tied towards required minimum distribution and ways to avert taxes as much as possible. Keep in mind, paying taxes isn't the worst thing, Chris. Um, but it's time for you to sit down with the CFP because now that you have a large IRA, now that you're getting an inheritance, you want to manage tax efficiencies as long as you can. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Don't be shy.
whispering threatened the markets for a while. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Got a little bit of a shock yesterday. Went into management's office. And they said, we've got a new promo, new game idea for your show. I'm like, okay. And it's, you know, sometimes I have to interview businesses. Sometimes I have to do things that aren't typically part of my show. And they always bring me in their office to, to explain it. I was a little distraught when the the new game that they want to add to the show is win Rob Black's job. So anyone who wants to compete, drop me an email, rob at robblack.com. It's rob at robblack.com. And you could win my job. Of course, it's April Fool's. <laughs> oh, good God. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220. We had a couple calls there. I don't think I was mean to anyone other than maybe Vince. People overmanage their decisions. I think the idea of buying Google is a great one. I love the idea of buying Google. They make a lot of money. They've got a low valuation for how much money they make. Facebook has a high valuation for the amount of money they make. Um, I think investing is more about comparing and saying which one is better for me than it is about hitting a home run. And I think people try to figure out the home run angle first, and that's a little bit unfortunate in my opinion. So take a look at the market today. Um, you know, the top story probably is tied towards biotech stocks rebounding. It's a new month. Wall Street works in a funny way that its past performance doesn't indicate future results. We all know that. But past performance could be because we don't want to look like we were wrong. So biotech stocks had a rough month of March after having a fantastic 12-month run. So they were sold probably baby in the bathwater. I'm probably going to have to go to management today to talk about knocking on babies. You can't say throwing out baby in the bathwater because someone may take you literally. But the point being is the biotech stocks really took a slack in, in the month of March because mutual funds, let's say you own the Fidelity blah, blah, blah fund. At the end of the quarter, they have to put their top ten holdings and send out a letter to you saying, here was your performance. Uh, here's what we did. Here's the, our holdings, our top holdings. So it's called window dressing. It can create a buying opportunity. I don't think it creates a selling situation. Today we're seeing strength in healthcare technology and consumer discretionary. That's nice to see. Seeing weakness in telco, energy, and consumer staples. So it's more of a, uh, a risk-on day. We see upside, not necessarily downside. GM CEO Mary Barra is in front of Congress today. And the headlines are going to be brutal. What did she know? What did she not know? When did she know it? And it could hit stock. So far it hasn't. Maybe it's retarded the valuation, slowed it per se, but it, it certainly hasn't dinged it. SP 500's up 8 today, the Dow's up 63, the NASDAQ up 50, 10 year treasury sits at 2.76%. Crude oil sits at $100 a barrel, gold sits at 1280 an ounce. 
one of the things that Congress is doing with GM right now is they're bringing the families along of people who have died in GM cars because of a faulty ignition switch, which, if again, if you own a GM, pay attention to the story. They're getting knocked for product. It turns out that the ignition switch could flip off if you had too heavy of a keychain. They're saying, for now, I don't know if it could flip off just magically. I, I think it's tied towards the weight. Which their distributor says they knew. They're saying, you know, somehow it didn't get to our safety committee. Major League Baseball sold a gold baseball club uh, coin. What's pretty cool about it, it's got a $5 face value. It's 90% gold. It weighs 8.3 grams. It's a proof coin, meaning it has special high finish and isn't intended for circulation. If you wanted to get one of the coins, they're out. They still have silver $1 coins. They've got clad half-dollar version of the coin. But you can collect coins at usmint.gov forward slash catalog. usmint.gov forward slash catalog. I think that's a neat gift for a kid, like a gold coin. I don't think it's really a neat gift for an adult. But to get a kid thinking about money is doing him a huge favor. I'm not saying materialism. I'm not saying give him money so he can go buy toys. I'm becoming less and less of a consumer as I age. I just I don't get it. But... Getting a kid thinking about what money is, it's it's a pretty powerful thing if you pull it off. So consider it. Um, So back to the GM story. The thing that I can't get away from, it's been a whole decade of problems with their ignition switches. And that's going to be ultimately what hurts them really, really bad. It's been too long of a time. Big story out there today that Mark Zuckerberg only gets a dollar in incentives and income, but he gets $3.3 billion in stock options. And to me, what the story really is, is that you have a pretty low tax taxable income at a dollar. At, you know, 20%, 23.8% capital gains versus 39% taxes. I'll take the capital gains. Thank you. All right. 800-516-1220. Hey, it's baseball season. Everyone enjoy. Let's take a break here. We'll come back a little later, 22 hours or so. You can find me online at robblack.com, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Listen to the CFP Chad Burton Show today at 1 o'clock here on AM 1220, KDOW. opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. The Real Estate Report with Tony Mendez. This is Tony Mendez from The Real Estate Report here on KDOW. Listen in on Thursday nights, 6 to 7, for your insights into the ever-changing real estate market. Get updates on the Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.